What is up, MS Gym Nation? How you guys doing? Welcome to Motivation Monday. It's uh, it's like 12 degrees here in Colorado, so I'm uh, trying to stay warm in my car. <laughs> um, and uh, it's nice though. It's like a gentle snowfall, and it's very relaxing. And days like this is when I like cloudy days, like whether it's rain or snow, is when my brain gets really introspective and. I don't know. I just kind of calm down and I, I get clear on a lot of stuff. So, uh, so welcome to my brain. Um, so today I want to talk to you guys a lot about a, a, a topic, a topic, not a topic. Come on, man. A topic that is very close to my heart and is something that really fires me up. Um, and it's the topic of you being your own best advocate. And this is a really, really, really important concept and discipline and practice and responsibility and right that you have as someone who is living with a chronic medical condition. You have the right to control and influence and guide your treatment. You have the right to disagree with your medical providers. You have the right to guide your care. You have the right to stand as an equal with your physician or your PT or your chiropractor or even me or your massage therapist or your acupuncturist or your osteopath or your napropath or whatever it is and you you and be and be the expert because here's the thing you guys like you all live in your body 24 hours a day. We all, as medical providers, uh, what's up, Pam? Thank you. Tara Richardson's in the house. What is up, superstar? What's up, Lily? Uh, Matthew Price is on. So we, as, as, as care providers and as uh, health and wellness providers, we are only with you for a limited amount of time. And even me, who's like in your face like 24-7 in the MS gym, there's a, there's a layer of separation here because I'm not in your body. You are the expert of your body. You are the expert and the determining factor for your success. And you are the determining factor for what direction your care needs to go in. Do not let anyone outside of yourself Make the decision for what is best for you and what you want to do with your body. Now, with that said, you always need to, you don't want to be rebellious. You don't want to be uh, argumentative. You don't want to be combative or conflictual or defensive with your, with your healthcare providers. But there's a partnership that can happen. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing when the people that are the experts and the educated in the outside treatment of you become, there's a synergistic relationship between the, 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 the patient, the client, the person that's living it and has the internal experience. So when you have the external, lo- it's called your locus of control. So when you have the external locus of control, synergistically working with the internal locus of control, which is you, there becomes this symbiotic relationship of this interdependency and this interfunctionality where things happen. 
That's why you and I work. That's why the MS gym works. I never, ever, in my entire 20-something years of working with people, have ever taken the power away from one of my clients in, in, in partnering with them and say, you know what, it's kind of my way or the highway. Like, there is always, you know, I have, I've had to be, uh, I've had to draw the line with people. I've had to call people out and hold them accountable because they're not doing what they say they want to do and they're not putting in the work and they're not putting in the time. They're not putting in the consistency. They're not practicing. But that's because we're teammates, man. Like, you and me, like, we're teammates. We're teammates. We're partners. We're invested in this together. If you fail, so do I. If you don't get better, that's on me and you, right? So I take personal responsibility to help you guys uh, create, design, develop, and carry out powerful treatment plans that you can do. And what's cool about exercise, it is the, I've said this and I will, I will go to my grave saying this, exercise is the number one thing besides mental and spiritual practices that you can do to yourself to take active participation in your healing. You cannot adjust yourself. You cannot really like deep tissue massage yourself. You cannot like create drugs for yourself. You cannot uh, create the stuff that you inject in yourself. You cannot do surgery on yourself. You cannot do acupuncture on yourself. You cannot do emotional, like psychological counseling on yourself. Like you can have your own self-talk, but oftentimes you need someone else to come in and, and do a treatment to you. The cool part about neuromuscular movement training, which is what the MS gym is, is that we get to do this together. I'm giving you back the power to learn the skills and learn your body so that you, you can take active participation in your healing, which is empowering. It's empowering to get in your body and drive it again. It's empowering to do something that you have not done before. It's empowering to walk into your PT, OT, DC, MD, uh, massage therapist, personal trainer session and be like, Guess what I did? Guess what I did? Because at the end of the day, you guys, like I could get all the knowledge in the world. I could read every book. I could give you every single bit of knowledge. I could write out a dissertation that's 1,200 page long on what to do and, and a book that tells you what to do with MS. But if you don't use it, then I'm a failure. If I don't inspire you to use it, I'm a failure. If I don't educate you and give you back your power to heal by just showing you the way, then I'm a failure. As a teacher, as an educator, as a guide, as a leader, like I fail. My job is not to get on and tell you how smart I am and what I do and, and how great my stuff is. My job is to get in the trenches with you and, and show you that you have the power within, inside of you, the innate capability to heal. You just need the right path, the right plan, the right structure, the right exercises, and the right instruction, and the right relationship, the right trust, the right rapport, the right likability, and the right community to support you. Because this takes a village. 
So here's the thing, you guys. Like, let's talk truth real quick. A lot of a lot of you all, including myself, have been massively let down by the medical community. And this isn't a rant against the medical community. So disclaimer, public service announcement. I'm on board with y'all, right? I'm the fourth level of care. Okay? You got diagnosis, inpatient, outpatient, Trevor. <laughs> I'm the fourth dimension, baby. You have the three dimensions. You get the fourth dimension with me. I'm part of your medical management team. So let's get that clear. I have nothing but respect for physicians, PTs, OTs, DCs, whatever. If you're a licensed medical provider, I got nothing but love for you. So here's the deal, though. We have all been let down by one of those professions. We have all been disappointed to go into an appointment looking for answers and looking for direction and looking for explanation and looking for a reason why you feel so crappy and what to do about it only to get back in your car and be like, uh, I don't really know what to do next. I, I don't really know why I'm feeling this way. I'm not really that much more clear. Uh, he gave me some pills and he gave me some herbs or he did a treatment on me, but I don't really know why. He told me that my, my, my it's my heels or it's my ankles or it's my back, but he didn't really tell me, he or she didn't really tell me why. Um, he said that, you know, we're progressing along great, but I don't know what that means. Or, here's the sad part, you leave your car and you sit with your head on your steering wheel and you just bawl and cry by yourself because it's yet another appointment that you go into looking for some kind of guidance and step forward and yet you are left empty, lost, and more frustrated and disheartened and discouraged because it just seems like you're just staying in the same place and because you're in the same place and not moving forward, you're moving backwards. Am I right? Like, give me some hearts, give me some likes if I'm right. If any of you have gone into an appointment and literally walked out and you're just like, well, crap, I don't really know what to do next. Like, literally, guys, it's been the story of my life. I had one physician that, that, that diagnosed me. Thank you. I see them all. He diagnosed me. He did the right tests, and he gave me the feedback. But then there was, like, no course of action, and there was no plan. There was no education. There was no reason why. There was no, there was no, hey, Trevor, you're feeling like this because this is happening to your body. And then now here's the course of action. Um, this is going to do this. This is going to do this. This is going to do this. Here's the timeline. This is going to take six months to a year. It's going to be work. It's going to be discipline. It's going to be consistency. But I feel at the end of the day that we can get you feeling better. Like how many of you just need a medical provider or somebody who's taking care of you to be like, Dude, I believe this can happen. Dude, I believe you can walk. Yeah, it's going to take time. Like there's truth to that. There's it's going to take time. This is a daily practice. It's going to take this is a job now. But how many of you just want to leave one appointment and just walk out being like, "Okay. Like I saw hope in their eyes. I saw them smile. I saw them be like, Okay, like, whatever you're doing, this is working. Let's keep doing this and see what happens. Like, just that. Just that. And I get super irritated with, with people. And, 
Okay, <laughs> I, I won't point people out. I get super irritated with the word doctor. And people like to be called doctor. And doctor this and doctor that. I'm a doctor of chiropractic. I'm a doctor of physical therapy. I'm a doctor of blah, right? Oncology, neurology, rheumatology, immunology, whatever. The, I looked this up this week. The true Latin... The true Latin definition of doctor is teacher. Teacher. I'm not shouting at you guys. I'm shouting at everybody else who needs to hear this. Teacher. Not medical, not pharmaceutical dispenser. Not insurance company profit center. Not hospital employee. Not private practice owner. Not, you know, insurance driven dictated uh, sweatshop worker. Nah. A doctor is a teacher. A doctor is a teacher. My responsibility, I'm not a physician. I am not a licensed PT. I'm not whatever. But guess what? My job on this planet is to teach you and educate you why your body or how your body works, how it's supposed to work why it's not working correctly and why MS makes that the, what makes those in makes those imbalances even worse and then what we can do to get back and fight back that is my job on this planet doctor teacher educator advocate guidance or guide leader director general whatever the heck you want to call it that is my job. <laughs> Lily, we'll put the speaker in Quebec. I like it. So, here we go. <laughs> Rant over. So here's the thing, you guys. I want to educate you to, num to number one, know biomechanically how your body is supposed to work. I have people, regardless of whether they have MS or not, who have come into my facilities in my clinics over the past 20 years and literally have never been taught how their body works. Right? They don't it's like getting in a car and not knowing what a steering wheel does, not knowing what a gear shift does, not knowing where the heater is, not know not knowing where the uh not knowing where the radio is, not knowing how to turn on a blinker, not knowing where the gas tank is, not knowing how to change a tire, not knowing where the battery is, not knowing you know, you don't have to know the ins and outs of the engine and how a combustible engine works, but you sure as hell have to know what to do to drive a car. What a gas pedal does, what a brake does, what an emergency brake does, what your flashers do. You have got to know how to drive your car to be safe and responsible and an effective driver. So why the heck are you guys get being like going into offices around the country and, and, and the internet and being given a bunch of exercises and crap to do, but yet you're never taught the how and the why behind, the, what, behind why they work and what they're supposed to do. If, if I honk my horn and my horn doesn't work, that's a big red flag that there's some fuse blown. If I go to start my engine and the, the ignition doesn't work, that's a big red flag that something ain't working. If I go to turn my turn signal on and there's no blinker, that's an indication that something's wrong and then that puts me at a safety risk. You see my point? 
So my job is to educate you on biomechanically and, and systemically, physiologically, anatomically, how your body's supposed to work. Then the next step is to, is to show you how things can go awry, why things don't work the way they should. So if you have a knee kiss, if you have a foot drop, if you have a peg leg, if you have back pain, if you have neck pain, if you have MS hug, why does that happen? What produces that body imbalance that causes that symptom? You need to know this. Because if you know what causes the symptom, you can be aware of what you are doing and how your body is responding. And you can partner with me and I can partner with you to figure out when that happens, why that happens, how severe it happens, what makes it better and what makes it worse. This is all called taking a medical history. If people don't take a medical history and don't ask those questions, they are being negligent. Now, I don't have the capabilities to take a full medical history, but what we have here in the Facebook group is we have comments. We have moderators. We have the membership. We have the coaching corner. We have email. We have everything. So you guys are telling me your stories, and out of those stories, that's your medical history, then I can direct you better. And I'm glad I'm one of the only people that can listen to you. And I'm going, I'm making adjustments in my schedule to have more time to respond to you all that are sharing your histories with me so I can better serve you. Now, that's just knowing you. Like, you have got to become a student of your MS body. You've got to become a student of your condition. You have to become a student of the dysfunctions in your body so that you can master your enemy, know how it's going to attack, and then counteract their attacks. That's why I always call everything counteracting. They are trying to act on you, and you are countering that action. So that is why I spend so much time educating you, why so many people are like on YouTube, they're like, why is this guy so long-winded? Why doesn't he shut up and just get to the exercises? Because I'm not a negligent jerk just out to put my crap on YouTube to try and get some subscribers. I have a moral and ethical responsibility to not only provide you with care for MS, but to make sure that you do it right and understand why you're doing it so you don't jack yourself up. Thanks, YouTube critics. Anyway, so the second thing is that, so you need to become a student of anatomy. You need to become of, MS, of your body anatomy. You need to become a student of MS symptoms. You need to become a student of MS pathology and, and figure out why MS happens the way that it happens. The second thing is, is that you can be your best advocate going into your doctor, PT, OT, DC uh, appointment. You get to lead your appointment. You get to lead your, your care. You get to lead what the next step is in partnership with your medical provider. But here's the sad thing. Uh, I, I'm not real sure how it is in the UK, but in Canada and in the US, uh, the insurance companies had made it and the, has made it so that the only way for a medical, clinic, hospital, facility, whatever, to make money is by seeing more people in the same amount of time. So instead of, saying, instead of seeing two people in an hour, which means you get a half hour with your care provider, they're now being demanded 
that they are seeing four people per hour, which means that drops it to 15 minutes. Now, I've been doing this for 20 years. You cannot switch gears from a 15-minute appointment to someone else to someone else to someone else. Hit the typewriter, and then do it again. Someone else, someone else, someone else, someone else, someone else, someone else, and see that many people in a day and provide good care. It cannot happen. Plus, there's no relationship built. There's no trust built. What happens is that the physicians and PTs and, and uh, occupational therapists are, are demanded and they're forced to stay in a protocol box and only look at the things that they are getting paid for and that their facility makes money on instead of looking at you, the patient, and the whole body and assessing and, in their world, diagnosing what the heck is going on and how everything is playing together. Yeah, Pam, I get a half an hour with your neuro per year? Like, come on, dude. Come on. Somebody told me the other day their next neuro appointment is in 2019. Holy guacamole. Like, what the hell is that? That's not okay. But see, the thing is, you guys, it's really not the physician's fault. They are so overworked and a lot of them are underpaid. You may think they make a lot of money, but the thing is that their malpractice insurance, blah, blah, blah. Their reimbursement, blah, blah, blah. Their stress levels, blah, blah, blah. The pressure on them, blah, blah, blah. Job satisfaction, blah, blah, blah. Right? And many of them feel trapped and they can't do what they want to do with you guys. Physical therapist buddies of mine have the same issue. So I have the opportunity to be with you guys day in and day out because of what I do. I have the opportunity to hear your global issues and then create programs and plans around you. So this is the place that you need to be. And I'm going to make every effort to team up with the medical community instead of instead of becoming a, a violent opposition to them and pointing out everything they've done wrong and how they screwed you all over and how they're ripping you all off and all this kind of stuff. Like, I want to be part of the team and change the narrative. Instead of standing against them and have my arms crossed, being like, let me tell you why I'm so smart and why you do everything wrong. That's not the way to do it. That ain't the way to do it. Not going to happen on my watch, man. So anyway, so you need to go in. The thing is, is with doctor's appointments, you literally have like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. So here's the thing. You need to go in with a plan. You need to go in with knowledge. You need to go in with a full understanding of what's going on in your body so that you can report back to your physician or your PT what's going on with you and what you need. You need to go into your, your appointment with questions. You need to go into your appointment knowing that you're not going to be dismissed. You're not going to be rejected. You're not going to talk about the same old things, the same old tests, the same old diagnostics. You're going to tell them, what you're doing, you're going to tell them how you're doing it, you're going to tell them what results you're having, and you're going to ask them, what is your recommendation on how to keep this progress going? That is what you are going to do. That is your responsibility. And the thing is, is that I'm not a physician and I'm not a, I'm not a licensed physical therapist, but I sure as hell am giving you guys the knowledge you need to go in and have an educated, empowered, strong, bold uh confident conversation with your medical providers because you're not broken you're not just another sick person that they're seeing you are you 
You are an individual. This is your life. It may be one of their 16 appointments in the day, but it's your one life. You got that? It's your one life. Never let anybody make you feel less than, diminished, smaller than, like they don't have time for you. Or as if it's just a regular, just, you know, going through the motion conversation. Hell no. I think I've cussed more on this. I'm not really cussing, but I think I've actually said hell and whatever. (laughs) I get fired up because you guys can make this work. You guys can get the most out of your appointments that are possible. Like Karen Stenhouse really proved this point. She put up a testimonial the other day that she went into her physical therapist. And she was telling him about, well, I have this foot thing. I'm doing this for my hand. I'm doing this for my foot. I'm doing this for my back. Because this this is what, you know, this is what's going on. This 